Glory to God forever and ever. Jesus the Christ is alive and He's the Lord God Almighty. Amen. Humans were born to fellowship with Jesus Christ. Every person was born to do that and He's the most wonderful, beautiful person in the universe. And He... He's the Son of God. He's the Lord God Almighty. Lord, we welcome You. Thank You for today. Thank You for saving us. Father God, we give You this time. Thank You for the privilege of, of belonging to You. <clears throat> I pray for those listening. Bless them. I believe with them for their healing, for their needs, and mainly that You'll reveal Your glory to them. Send out laborers, Lord, into the harvest fields in the Middle East. Continue to send out laborers in Israel. We bless Israel and pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Every person on the earth was born to fellowship with Jesus. He's the most wonderful, beautiful person. He completely fulfills He's the Lord God Almighty and the Son of God. He's His glory and presence is, is beyond words, beyond description. And the Holy Spirit is Jesus Christ. Generally, we as humans, we as believers, don't realize what we have. And, and what Jesus offers and all that He is. This is based on the famous Scripture, we all fall short of the glory of God. But we can receive it. The Holy Spirit does reveal these things to a person directly. Amen. If, if, if we step back and, and realize and let the Holy Spirit reveal to us the Trinity... He reveals that the Lord, the Lord God, is one. Yes, they are three separate persons. And that's all because God loves the world. And He wants every person to be saved to make it to heaven. Every child under the age of five is actually has eternal life and is in the kingdom of heaven if they die, they go directly to heaven. Amen. There are probably hundreds, even thousands of proofs in the Bible, Scriptures that reveal God wants everyone to make it to heaven. And therefore, He, every person was created to know Him and born to fellowship with Him. How can it be that the, the tragedy that most people don't get saved. There's four main reasons. Our old nature, and that includes self-will, sin, the world, and also the enemy. I mentioned yesterday, Jesus, who, or let's remember, He's God Almighty. Now we know exactly what God is like. God the Father and Jesus want to bless people as much as they they will allow Him to. If someone receives Jesus as Lord and Savior, okay, 
they enter the first phase of four phases of knowing God. And they will, they will not feel any different. They won't understand His presence and glory yet. And they won't understand, for example, the power of the name of Jesus Christ. When the, the power of the name of Jesus has all the power of the Godhead. But let me skip, get to the, the greatest thing in the universe is literally, of course, God. It's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. His presence and glory, which every believer who makes it to heaven will be in His presence and glory for eternity. Everyone will have the same, be in the same presence of God, even those who just barely make it. Even those who just stay in the first phase, because God is bountiful and giving and so gracious. And there won't be any guilt. You know, a, a great woman of God does say people will get to heaven and realize what they missed out on on earth, but God is merciful. We, he, um, it's just, it's so glorious and, and, and wonderful. And you wonder, how can someone stay away from Jesus Christ? And so this general theme, humans, we as humans don't realize what we have, especially believers, to think that the Holy Spirit is Jesus Christ. He's God. He's everywhere on the earth. Everywhere we go, He's there. Um, I want to encourage you with that. And, and that's why someone can instantly get saved, no matter where they are. Unbelievers, the, the, um, the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, is always available. Always. In the natural, God is always giving and giving um, to every person on the earth, all the unbelievers, He's given them you know, their life, their soul, their physical body, their soul. He forms their spirit man, providing um, much, much more. He's put eternity in their heart. He's given every person a measure of faith. He's given them choice. He provides everything that, keep, that keeps them alive. He gives them breath. That's in the book of Job. All these things, now people start objecting, right? They object. Okay? And the cause of that is self-will. But that's in the natural. Same thing in the spiritual. Jesus is knocking on the door of every person's heart. The Holy Spirit is convicting them. In fact, when Jesus gave the fa- spoke the famous words, um, He said, I will send another helper... Um, let me read this. This is John 14:16. Jesus said, "I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper, comforter, that he may abide with you forever, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you." A great man of God teaches, "With you means the Holy Spirit's with us before salvation." Which means he's with every person. Um, you know, it's 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 simple, but he's 
he's God Almighty and his presence is everywhere on the earth and he's uh, with every person convicting them um, but he cannot make someone choose him this this portion reveals the Trinity reveals something glorious when someone gets saved they receive Jesus again they don't feel anything but in the spirit realm Jesus prays to the Father and the Father sends the Holy Spirit to abide with them and their spirit person becomes alive. We don't realize what we have, what's going on in, in the spirit realm. And you know, we could give thousands of examples, but the, 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 the greatest thing his presence and glory, which completely satisfies, fulfills a person completely. Let me put it this way. Everyone on the earth wants, most everyone, wants uh, happiness, right? And to be fulfilled and to, to have fun, to, to find fulfillment and harmony and you know, joy and peace, and, and they want to enjoy life, right? Have fun. Okay? Jesus offers all of that for eternity. The, his very first teaching, the Beatitudes, famous, nine times he said, Happy. Happy are the. And that same word, the Greek word, could be translated happy favored, fortunate, rich, blessed. Um, and so you think about how this uh, unbelievers don't realize what they're missing. They're, they don't realize, I mean, on one level, they're missing out on all these wonderful things, what they were created to do, missing out on, on uh, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, God Almighty in their life. How could they say no to this? How could they... And yet they're seeking those very things, right? They want to be happy. They want to... You know, they're, they're doing everything they can to establish their boundaries and let the good in and keep the bad out. And, you know, people are in intense about that, right? That, you know, don't bother someone, you know. Uh, so on one level, they're missing out, just as we as believers are missing out, okay? But on the other level, there's the, the absolute tragic, serious consequence that their eternal destiny is at stake. And, and it's, it's that's the other side of, of the Gospel that... <coughs> Um, as Jesus said in John 3, chapter 3, they're condemned already. But yet, God Almighty, still um, their whole life, He's to think that He's with them their whole life. That if they had died under the age of five, they would have gone to heaven. That's, that's a guarantee. That's in the Bible in probably hundreds of places. Um, 
And then also people who have been to heaven confirm that. And it confirms that God is merciful. That He's He is love. He is. We as believers, we don't realize what we have and we are missing out. If we do not seek His presence and glory, well, we completely miss out. That's the greatest thing ever. Now again, if, if someone just gets into the first phase and they know Jesus and they're trying, you know, what happens is someone, um, it's the normal progression of a believer is that someone in the born again phase, they're trying. They want it. And that's great. They're serving God. They want to, you know, how can I serve God and so forth, but they just don't realize, okay, they haven't been born of the Holy Spirit. Then when someone gets does that, well, wow, this is God Almighty who does these things through through me. And that's and they, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is the third phase. And let's here's another theme I want to focus on. Let's let God be God. Let's let Jesus be Jesus Christ. I was thinking about this earlier. The power of the name of Jesus. It's so tragic that we as humans discount things. You know, people think that the Gospel is for weak people, right? And for people who can't handle the real world. Oh, oh. And, you know, we hear comedians making fun of Christianity and everything about, you know, it's just tragic. Um, the power of the name of Jesus Christ has all the power of the Godhead. All, I mean, it's just, you've heard that song uh, when all heaven stands at attention at the mention of His name. Um, and at the very heart, let's remember, the essence, we have God Almighty. Let's let the Holy Spirit be the Holy Spirit. Let's let Jesus Christ, um, you know, and, and what do I mean by that? Let's let Jesus Christ be Jesus Christ and who He really is. The Holy Spirit can and does reveal that. And, and as God, He's God Almighty and He wins every time. He's undefeated. He, has, he wins every time. We, we have the victory. Like Reinhard Bonnke said, we're condemned to victory. Why? Because He's God, he's God Almighty. And... and Okay, I know I'm a timeout. This is Wonder in Reality. My name's Jim. Thank you for listening today. This series, the overall series, is the glory of the Lord. And this week, I'm I'm focusing on the themes, the the, the themes of the Gospel of John that Jesus is the Son of God and the Lord God Almighty. But but in these messages, I'm so excited. To, to continue this series coming up in the next several days and next week. Um, right now, it, it's Saturday. It's September. 
um, in, in um, the new thing that we need is a fresh anointing, the presence of Jesus. That's what, to think that most people don't know that, realize that, and don't seek Him. We miss out. We completely miss out. And in that sense, I mentioned this the other day, God doesn't, well, we need Him. Um, there's two, well, there's two sides of that. God only does His work through, through uh, His saints, which is a mystery of the kingdom. But on the other hand, we absolutely need Him. Okay? He doesn't need... Well, Reinhard Bonnke said, God will look for a man. If He can't find a man, He'll look for a woman. If He can't find a woman, He'll look for a child. If He can't find a child, the stones will cry out. And, and His point is, somehow, some way, we as humans miss the most important thing, which is the presence of Jesus. That's how we know Him and do ministry. And at the very essence, we miss that, that He offers to fellowship. There's many reasons why we miss it. And I'm, I'm, I want to apologize if somebody's listening and thinks, well, he's repeating himself. Here's another way to to look at it. Uh, one one of the um, someone may wonder. Well, wait, if it's the presence of Jesus, he's so wonderful and just so awesome, and he he's uh, offers complete everything a human being dreams of. Well, how can it be that? Someone may say, well, how can it be that I don't feel His presence at all? I've heard people say that. You know, um, how can it be that I look at the, the overall Christians and Catholics and there's a, it's mostly dead religion. Okay, so I want to just speak about this. Um, three things. Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. It's hidden. God hides because He knows what's best for us. And for many reasons, in that process of... He's testing someone. He is... It's a relationship. He's God Almighty. Okay? You understand? We need Him. He's... Okay? Every person needs... Is, is actually... They don't realize it, but they are desperate for Jesus Christ. If they die without Jesus Christ, they end up in hell. Okay, that's... They need Jesus in the same way we as believers, we need the presence of Jesus. He hides and in that process of seeking Him, our old nature dies. That's how we know Him. Okay, number two. That's part of it. Number two. Jesus spoke about the God the Father is in the secret place. That's 
and it's, that's a revelation of how he hides. Let's look at Jesus' words. He said, when you pray, go into your room into your, and pray to your Father who's in the, who is in the secret place. And your Father who hears in secret will reward you in the open. And so it's that, I'll say it again, it's, I know it's common sense, but it's that personal, private, secret relationship with God Almighty, with Jesus Christ. That's how someone makes it to heaven. And that's how we experience His presence and glory. And then number three, in the very, very first, one of the very first it may be the very first teaching that he said to his disciples. He said, <clears throat> to you it's been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. He even said, but to them it's not been given. That, so that's recommended reading. That's in Matthew. So that we got three things here. He hides. He's in the secret place. The mysteries. Mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. And so, how do we experience these? Just follow His first commandment. Love Him with all that we have. Seek Him with all our heart. That's in Jeremiah. Amen. And, and so He reveals that. And so that's the... It's just very, very... I know I've kind of gotten in... You know, I get worked up. But... I want to step back and it's just very, very, it's tragic. It's also the greatest irony that most of the world does not realize what they have or for unbelievers, what is they potentially can have. The misconceptions, I said, I've said this before, most of the world has a certain view of God, right? And then a, a totally different view of Jesus Christ. And yet Jesus Christ is God. It's so wonderful, I'll try to finish with this, that now we know exactly what God is like. Exactly. There's something about... Like in the Old Testament, those stories, I, I'll admit, they are challenging um, on the surface. It just seems like God might be different from Jesus Christ. But really, the Holy Spirit reveals through all those stories that are the summer extreme. I mean, the flood of Noah, the, all these, is that God is a God of love and mercy and that He's fully, fully... Um, offered Himself to every person and all they have to do is, is repent, humble themselves, and He receives them. And yet man chooses self. Generally. It's, it's... And we see His, His glorious presence, the glory of the Lord when God revealed Himself to Moses, to Elijah, and and just the glory of the Lord and that's the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. One thing, if if you haven't heard, 
um, the flood of Noah, that's, you know, to think that people, there, there are people who publicly just say, I don't even want to repeat what they say, but there you know, certain atheists, for example, who just have all these arguments of how bad God is. Well, the flood of Noah is one that they probably cite. And really, uh, God was protect. There was one person and family that still carried the seed and the li- that would in the lineage that would lead to Jesus Christ. So God was preserving salvation for mankind. That's why He saved Noah. The ark, it's a that's a type of Jesus Christ and of salvation. And the dove that flew, that's the type of the Holy Spirit. Um, because men, I mean, it's just, even the very, well, so, if, if those people during the hundred years or so that Noah was building the ark, anyone who would have repented would have been saved. Um, we, we see in Genesis numerous, numerous of these Stories. The very first person chose self instead of God, and what did God? What was God's response? He went looking for Adam. He called out to him, and said, "And and uh, Adam blamed God and said, the woman you, that you gave to me get, gave me the fruit and I ate.' And yet God reached out." And the first thing he did, clothed him with coats of skins, a type, a foreshadowing, a symbol of Jesus Christ's sacrifice. So God had this plan of salvation. And then, put mighty, glorious cherubim, angels, which are made from God's glory to protect the tree of life, to protect salvation. Again, same principle, just like he was... He was protecting mankind's salvation. The in same thing with the flood of Noah and saving Noah, protecting salvation. If if Adam had eaten of the tree of life after he fell, do you realize a great man of God teaches this? I, um, that Adam and every person after him would have lived forever on the earth as a sinner. Adam today would be 6,000 years old. He would still be alive if he had eaten from the tree of life. That's something new that I learned in the last... I mean, but, and that's how powerful God is. That's how he, He's... The tree of life is basically... It's a symbol of God Himself, of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We, we read in Revelation, the tree of life is in heaven. And there's actually several. I might mention that more in a future message about the tree of life. That's symbolic of God and of eternal life and knowing Him. It's just... And so, going back to the, the basics, why are we told about the two trees in Genesis? It's because that represented the choice between God and self. That He's given every person that choice. He's given every believer the choice whether or not to serve Him or, or, or to seek Him. Or to seek Him on any particular day or how much someone seeks Him. And so, 
I want to encourage you with all of this. I know some of this is like an apologist, but I, I don't like that word. But it's so glorious and wonderful that now we know exactly what God, you know, we know His name. He's the great God, Jehovah and Jesus Christ. When three times in the Old Testament, He visited man and man asked Him His name, and you know the famous words, I am that I am, I will be who I will be, and, and then another famous one, you know, um, why do you, He told Manoah, Judges 13, why do you ask My name? seeing that it is wonderful. Some translations say it's too wonderful for you to understand. That's, that's what that verse means. Famous verse, His name is wonderful. Some translations even say, why do you ask My name? Seeing that it is hidden. Um, with the name I am that I am, even Hebrew scholars are still, you know, there's a mystery surrounding that name. And Jesus said before Abraham was, I am. There's a great mystery surrounding God saying, I am that I am. One Hebrew someone who knows Hebrew says that he was almost saying, let it be who let it be. There's a deep mystery surrounding that. An eternal mystery. And it, it all is based on man being made in God's image and human beings. I mean, it's so important that we understand human beings have choice and essentially determine their eternal destiny through their beliefs and the words that they say. I mean, I say that with great reverence. This is, if you're listening into this message, if you've got, you know, this is an, a, an eternal mystery. And yet, the Holy Spirit can and does reveal it to us today and we can experience His presence and glory, God Almighty, Jesus Christ in our life. Amen. Amen. Let me repeat it and I say it with reverence. Many people would disagree. But it's, it's actually revealed in Scripture very clearly. Humans through their beliefs and their words and their act and their actions determine their eternal destiny and it's so simple if someone just says yes to Jesus Christ they're saved and that and if they just stay with him they'll spend eternity in glory that most people won't don't even know that, that his glory is available on the earth Yet if someone does the op the other side, they miss out on this. They completely miss out. I, I want to try to finish with this related to this great mystery 
the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven to um, well, I mean basically what I'm presenting here is the that humans are God's masterpiece made in his image and likeness and and uh, you know we become his children and the proof of how much God loves the world and wants people to be saved is of course Jesus Christ and him God sending him to the earth and the sacrifice of Jesus and now that same love it's the same now he's giving the Holy Spirit who is Jesus Christ offered to every person that's that's the indisputable proof of these wonderful mysteries of the kingdom that and there will be many many proofs right many it's not just there's not just one there's an infinite number of of proofs and revelations of God's love and mercy and that He wants everyone to be saved and make it to heaven, that He's offered Himself to every person for an infinite number of moments. The, the sacrifice of Jesus is really the... It, 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 I, I do think it is the greatest example and proof of God's, you know, his love, his mercy, his giving nature. And Jesus fulfilled all of that, right? He And Jesus is the same today. Jesus is doing all of these I mean, it's so incredible Jesus is praying. We saw earlier in you know John 14, Jesus prays, he intercedes, he serves, he he gives. He gives eternal life. He's, Amen. Amen. So thank you for listening. I've really, I know I went longer than 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 I wanted to, but please do uh, visit our websites. We just created one called CelebrateJesus.com with a dash between those two words. Let me explain something to you. CelebrateJesus.com. That domain is was priced, you won't believe this, $150,000 on GoDaddy.com. You can look that up to see if I'm being honest. I, I, that's a very, very expensive. Well, we got Celebrate-Jesus.com. Amen. So, you know, that's glory to God. Celebrate. That's what God offers, a celebration. Amen. Amen. Um, thanks for listening. Blessings.